Welcome to Extra Points. Now here's your host, Cousin Sal, and his good, good pals, Dave Damashek and Martin Weiss. All right, welcome to the Extra Points Podcast. Cousin Sal here, spaghetti and meatballs, working the knobs, babyface Joel Solomon producing this mess, and with me as always, my dear, dear pals, Dave Damashek and Martin Weiss. Lots to discuss, fellas. First, go to extrapoints.com slash arcade. We have an NFL football pick'em. I'm not telling you guys this. I'm telling the audience. I know you've done this already. NFL football pick'em contest, college pick'em contest, prop culture, which involves questions on everything November. Tiger King's coming back. Al Roker for the Thanksgiving. Macy's uh, Thanksgiving parade. Will he wear a fedora? Um, how many ha- calories? How, uh, huh? How do you say that? How many calories Harry will consume on Thanksgiving? And speaking of Harry and speaking of the Thursday night football game, Harry had the Dolphins to score the first touchdown at 39 to one odds. Dolphins defense, special teams, and he did not have a single dollar on it. The one highlight (laughs) of the freaking game. Oh, wow. So Harry. That's so Harry. He but. knows his sea creatures, I guess, like because he is one himself, and <laughs> yes. so he he knew the dolphins would fare well. I, listen, he what didn't a, even bet it himself. No, he's the worst. He's the That's worst terrible. in the world. I know. That's terrible. See, see, Damashek, you asked me a couple weeks ago. He's like, you bet that? Yes, I did. Because if I got it right, you damn, I want to walk in you here with my to. chest with of my course. chest puffed out. I want everybody to know I hit that twelve to one, or in this case, thirty nine to one. What is it about? That's otherwise, insane. you know what? You know what? I did bet. And I hope you listen to me. Ravens under 11 and a half. How about that? 11 and a half. Oh, wins. Total wins. Well, yes. they're such a scatterbrained team. So the but final- they're not getting there. Look at their schedule. They're not getting to know I 11 everybody, and a half. Every, Everybody's got a crazy schedule. It's hard to even predict anybody is going to thrive in, in the AFC North or West. We, uh, we discussed it. And it's 22-10. Dolphins win. They're three and seven now. They were what, Martin? A seven-point dog? Seven and a half? Seven and a half. At kickoff, it was eight and a half. Jesus. Like 22-10, they win that game. We've been lucky for a while with these Thursday games. At least this is my opinion. To the eye, to the naked eye, it seemed like everybody was playing as if they had five or six days off when in, essentially they have three days off. Last night felt like a game where, oh, yeah, they look like they have to. And John Harbaugh said, well, it's my fault. We were unprepared. They really did look unprepared. Both teams looked unprepared. I'm not even saying because it wasn't 41-38, but it was just ugly Thursday game. It's funny how there's a, a collective conversation that comes out of uh, uh, out of big events uh, on social media and, and otherwise. And it feels like there's a lot of pushback now on the notion. I guess last night on Thursday night, people said, well, I guess uh, the secret's out on how you stop the Ravens offense is you blitz them heavy. And now the pushback is every team that loses a game isn't suddenly solved by pro football. How say you on this one, though? I feel like, you know, not every team can do what the Tennessee Titans did to the Ravens a couple of years ago mm-hmm. when they were 14-2 and two in the playoffs, which is to say that Jeffrey Simmons and Jarrell Casey can provide inside pressure. Not every team has those pieces to do it. I feel like, you know, there there is something out on this Ravens offense, you know, that the, there are ways to get out. Do you think it's transferable next week and beyond? Well, I think they're handing the ball to Devonta Freeman and Le'Veon Bell if Lamar Jackson's not carrying. I think that's the biggest problem with the Ravens' offense. Mm. Like, the whole idea on the read option is, like, do I take the quarterback or do I take the running back, right? The whole idea, all those all those plays, all those mesh point plays. Well, it's like they don't care about taking the running back because the running back is as old as me. Right. And they always seems to get off to a slow start, right? So fourth quarter comeback against the Lions, against the Chiefs. Uh, who am I missing? Against the Colts. 
didn't just didn't happen yesterday. They didn't have enough in the tank. Maybe it was because of the three days. I don't know, it's so it's so messed up. Before yesterday, they were the only team in the AFC North or AFC West with six wins. And like you said, I don't think what is it, twelve and a half? You said on Fandle. Dot com? 11 and a half oh, was their win total going into into the game this right. week. So, okay, so yeah, they so. dipped that down to 11. I guess we'll we'll check that out. But um, I, I mean, the, the thing is, too, that the conversation is Lamar Jackson hasn't been figured out. And I agree with that. But he's also the the offense mm-hmm. necessarily has changed They're I mean, they're built to sling the ball around. Um, Rashad Bateman is for real. Mark Andrews is good. Sammy yeah. Watkins is a spare part. Hollywood Brown is having a great year. The idea that they're a run-based team, they're, they're not a run-based team. Lamar Jackson individually can burn you in a game, and it's like they're I, – I just don't know how long no, you can ride still, that still, idea. Still, I, their run makes everything go, though. Like, remember, what is it? Like, this is the first game, I believe – because was was against Denver, they ran that play on third down to make sure they had a hundred yards rushing. They've had a hundred yards rushing for yeah. like a million games in a row before. before it's tough because he night. had, a, I think he had forty-one attempts against the Vikings, but that's because they were behind the whole game. Yeah, but, right, yeah. but like I think the the running game opens up everything. But it's like when they don't have that other. I just I think that it's just diminished returns. Like we you talked about it last week. Like this team has been Lamar Jackson on his back. It's like well after a while. You know what I'm saying? It's going to come down after three days. Mm-hmm. You know, and Miami's defense played really well, too. Like, I just yeah. wonder if, if other teams can mimic what they just saw Brian Flores do out there. It's I don't not, think the, the Dolphins defense gonna, is not a world beater. But the Ravens only converted like two third downs just last week or uh, Thursday. Either I think it was, I know up until five minutes left in the fourth quarter, they had one first down. Uh, one third yeah. down conversion. I'm throwing so, the game out. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm me throwing, too. Low, right. Lowest quiz grade. I mean, I, th- this team is hard to figure out anyway. I don't know which of the games you look to to say, oh, that's the Ravens team because they've come back. And had they come back to win that game, I think you have to put Lamar Jackson in the top two or three contention for MVP because uh, numbers aside, you have to count fourth quarter comebacks. If this guy had like nine fourth quarter comebacks, like that's a huge MVP type year where you could point to others and say, well, they couldn't do that. This couldn't, they, uh, this team couldn't do it. Baltimore now, Sheck, 10 and a half is the over-under. Um, minus 140. They're still favored to win that division. I'm pulling it up now on FanDuel. They're minus 120 to win the division. Browns 3 to 1. Steelers plus 490. And the Bengals 5 to 1. Wow, that's fun. Ten weeks in. I tell you what, it was nothing worse watching that terrible, terrible game and hearing Dave's voice in the back of my head. You know, this Ravens team, this defense, you can't just put that, that purple and black helmet on and just expect. And now the voice is, what, two feet from you. I know, it's the worst. It's Actually. true, Marty Weiss. I hope you listen, you know. <laughs> I'm smart, not like they say, you know. You ever <laughs> see, have you ever seen The Godfather? I have. You have, good. All right. Not like they say. Uh, all right, let's talk your Steelers. That's as as two, we're in the AFC accurate. North, eight and a half. Did this go down? Wasn't this double no. digits? No? It's oh, no. Half. Oh, the, the line. Yeah, yeah I think yeah. it opened at 10, and then Chase Claypool's oh, yeah. down. Right, right. And you don't have a good feeling about this. I can go either way. I'm going to go Steelers. I know what you say. This is your team. They played to the level of the competition. Um, you know, if you go just by division, obviously we just mentioned the Lions were in that game, maybe should have won against Baltimore, if not for a crazy, crazy field goal that we'll never see again. But there were only two games that they were in. They were in that one, and then they were in another one, another close one. They've gotten blown out every other time. And if you look X's and O's, like, is Goff, I, I just think it's going to be a miserable Jared Goff day in Pittsburgh. I suppose, but 
Well, first of all, uh, two weeks, it scares me a little bit. Dan Campbell, all about motivating and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> Dan I mean, Campbell on, on a bye, you don't want to, you know. <laughs> I don't know. We saw him go into L.A. against the Rams. And in what, <laughs> Sorry, like the Dan first Campbell eight, in the first 18 minutes, they, they were faking punts and right. all these trick plays. He's now had two weeks to sit around and do that. And he has a devil may care attitude. I mean, he'll, you know, there's, there's nothing conservative. They're, they're just desperate for a win also they get Goff's guy Reynolds now they get him off the way I, I I don't know it scares me listen the Steelers did you see Monday night by the way two weeks off for the Detroit Lions six days off for the Steelers I get it that seemed to matter more not 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 it as doesn't much matter anymore, anymore. Does not, it, not right? as much I've, I've seen the numbers Martin I don't know uh, I'm looking at these scores and they've only stayed within eight like I said against the Ravens and against the Vikings, and otherwise it's just pound city. I mean, they're, they're dirt. They, no, the Lions are terrible. There's no two yeah. ways about it. The Lions are absolutely Yeah, we've terrible. taken them as our pup of the week, like, oh, at least three a times. A few times. Yeah, yeah. A few times, and, and that 0-8 that record shows that it hasn't been very mm-hmm. fruitful at all. Right. But I do think they cover. I do you think, do think they cover? I do think cover, right. but it's more so, like, 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 David, like Dave said, you saw Monday night, like, mm-hmm. Pittsburgh's offense is not, it's not moving the ball. They're not impressive to me. Like I get it. takes run. forever for them to score. That, I mean, we, the taunting penalty happened. They had to did, all they did was a first down, and then mm-hmm. we really would have been talking about a taunting penalty cost. Uh, they have uh, the no Bears wiggle room against any other right. pro football team, and so I mean, just just pull back from a little bit and think of the conversation we're having. You're saying that the Pittsburgh Steelers should be giving more than a touchdown to another pro football that's, team, even if it's the Lions. That just seems what, too that's much. That's kind of where I'm doing it. It's like, I get that it's the Lions, and that'll get you far in Detroit saying, it's the Lions. is a, a perfectly reasonable explanation as to why you wouldn't want to bet on you got You have to go by previous scores. The Eagles won 44-6. All right, maybe that game was out of control, but the Bengals won 34-11 in Detroit, you know? Uh, Bears, garbage offense, won by double digits, a team you beat. So... I don't know. I, I wouldn't I've put my, I'm not going to bet against the Steelers, but please, right. I hope you're right. And I hope that the Steelers do have a nice breezy victory against the bum Lions. By the way, I want to take Hench to task. Uh, Kevin Hench, listen to minus three. Very funny. He, I mean, he went off for 25 minutes about referees. I, I, I've never, it just went nuts. But one thing one, where he whiffed, I think, he compared that. What did he say? Corinthy was like, like, uh, what did he say? It was the Mona Lisa and he shit on it? What, yeah, that's what he said. He called the Bears. The, the Bear Steelers was never the Mona Lisa. I'm sorry. If you want to talk about the game in general <laughs> and, and taking it and making calls out of left field, that's one thing. But that was not a Mona Lisa. Maybe well, pick, pick, pick who's the over, most overrated painter well, in uh, Cousin my, Sal's. My son, finger painting. My okay. seven-year-old son, I guess, would, would be more like it. But I get the idea. But if you want to hear uh, a lunatic go off on oh my God, for 30 yeah. minutes about it. Well, the good news is. Is no bad calls last night. After all his complaining, he fixed it. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. There were more no, atrocious bummed. calls in pro football. They still have to figure out this roughing the pass. Why? You know what's a funny thing? I don't want to get it because we have mm-hmm. o- Odell and Cam. These are fun stories to, to kick. We're going to get to it, yeah. But I do want to say very quickly, you know what's a weird aspect of when the broadcast team sort of lets the officials off the hook by as though they're pl- referees or players. They're like, Boy, they had a rough uh, first three quarters, but they've really shaped up and, and made the right calls in the fourth quarter. They're like, I agree with that. Yeah, they, they were like, 
They're not supposed to. It's not supposed to be right. hit and miss. They should be 100%. Shame the devil that, that this is a thing like, hey, human error. If right. the players have it, referees have it. No, not so acceptable. The biggest if players have other players trying to stop them from doing right. whatever they're doing. Like, <laughs> I don't want to say roughing the pass because then you get into some weird stuff where you got a tough ass call like Big Ben could take a hit to the head but keep his feet. But for the most part, the quarterback should have to fall down to get called for roughing the passer, right? Like the, the thing <laughs> where, the shoulder, standard, where the shoulder yeah. goes in, it's like, oh, maybe the head hit the shoulder or something. Like, oh, he's still st- he's still looking downfield to see what he's about to celebrate with his teammate. Like maybe it wasn't. Keep in mind yeah. that that Ravens offense doesn't get that touchdown. Sure. Without without that call, and then oh, the, man, then, oh, was, then the results are even bleaker or more well, bleak. That's what bleaker, at the time the Ravens should have ran bleak. the all the all mm-hmm. penalty offense. You know, right. they should have busted out in the first quarter. Speaking of bleak and bleaker and bleakest, um, four in a row now I've lost on Fox NFL Thursday uh, pregame uh, show. I won eleven in a row. Thank you, buddy. A streak is a streak. I love it. I love I, this. I got streak. eleven I wins and then I got four losses. Should I keep it going? It's yes. not easy. Like the it's. Patriots, Falcons next week. Like the rest of the slate is not easy. Everything's like a three or four point choice. So uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know what's going you on. You know, Sal, on this podcast, we celebrate consistency. Thank you. That's right. That's right. You're a public servant in that role, Sal. Mm. When you're making, when you're offering up uh, a best way to bet one way or the other, you're a public servant. Right. You're on a hot streak for yourself in the wrong direction. Yeah. But now you have to stick to it. Ride now the you have wave. To keep the, right. Ride the wave. Right. Uh, when you walk by a roulette table. And you see eight in a row, red. Do you go? Do you? Go, I have to put black, or I have to go red. You know how they have the board that shows how many have hit. In I've row? never on the dice table been able to do another casino game. Same kind of thing. You could just stand at the table, and I don't understand why that doesn't happen more. Mm-hmm. Why doesn't somebody just stand there and bet don't pass all night? You know, isn't that a winning bet? Isn't that? Wouldn't you make a fortune over the course all night. of? Yeah. Oh, over the course of a lifetime. If you just said, I am going to make my way in the world by just being the don't pass guy from now until the end of time. I've been that guy, and I don't have a lot to show for it. Really? I really do. Partly, you yeah. got to stand there you just, and be the don't pass guy for the rest of your yeah, life. Yeah, well, everyone's... What like, type of life is that? It is, you do get, you, you do get the scorn of your you. table mates. Oh, yeah. people, my, I've been with people who yell at the guy. I'm like, he's, a lot, he's not, not breaking the law. They're like, how? It's a moral crime yeah. for you to be standing there betting don't pass. Oh, I've, I wrote in my book about how, like, we had these, I think they were Russian descent, and they were, I was, don't pass, and I was raking it in and they were getting mad and they were literally they were actually throwing the dice to hit me with to the point where the pit boss was like hey guys calm down like they were mad marks that little little die melt uh welts on my arms i was like what the <laughs> hell it's the only game you could actually be physical in the casino i guess without you know short of throwing a punch at anyone all right uh odell beckham on the rams that's fun right for the town why someone answer why the rams have more than $20 million than any other team to spend in the last five years. It's very I'm, strange. I'm just convinced that cap space is not real. And if, like, if you don't want it to yeah. be real, it doesn't have to be. Like, yeah. if, if you want it to be, it can. Like, if you want to, you know, hey, look, you know, right. Ben, come on, buddy. Your cap number is too big. We got to talk about this. But the other teams must get pissed if what you're saying is, I, I know you're half joking, but, and I would love to understand this better, except I think if I were at that level, this is all, the only thing I'd study would be this cap space. And so I wouldn't, you're a math guy, I too. Know. You love the numbers of it. I just, I, you know, I like the aesthetics of sport, but, right. but, 
uh, so I would figure you would have a Creative better... accounting has something to do with it. Remember the, the Bartolos did it with well, the yeah. 49ers way back in the day. And so we talked to shit. Jason Luckin for a few weeks back about the Buccaneers, and we're talking about cap space and everything else. And once you pay, yeah. you know, once you, you, you compromise the roster, once you give your quarterback his big $40 million mm-hmm. deal. And he said, look at the Buccaneers. Mm-hmm. He said, you can, and really to Marty Weiss's point, you can if the Buccaneers can have all twenty-two guys back from the Super Bowl chain, right. then it's doable. You just have to be willing to do it as an ownership. Do you remember it working out. before then, though? I know that's the thing to say is like, oh, it worked for the Bucs. We got to try this too. But I don't know if it worked before. So where you stack the, four, hmm. five gigantic salaries, and it, but, it like the Saints have been in salary cap hell, quote unquote, yeah. for the last like since 2017. Why? Yeah, and, and all they do is win nine, ten games a year, be in right. the playoffs. Like, I, like I don't see where. And if a couple of you know calls have gone different ways, couple like mm. they've been this close to the Super Bowl, like how many times in that stretch have they been in salary cap hell? Mm. So that's like I'm. I don't. I I really don't. I, I don't understand. What the holdup is for a lot of different teams. I understand you can't just sign everybody with free money, but I really don't. To the matter at hand, though, does Odell put them over the top in the NFC? Well, that's what I'm thinking. So the philosophy-wise, we'll see if the stacking the big free agents things works. But as far as Odell himself, um, and you have Antonio Brown as the upside to look at that, and you have so many where it hasn't worked, right, with the aging receiver. I don't think Stafford's a guy to turn his career around. I really, I don't know. Do we, uh, I, I, I just feel like if he went to Tampa Bay, Tom Brady could get him seven touchdowns between now and then and the end of the season. But I don't know. What are you feeling? I think that he is a, is a nice piece to have. I think that McVay will know how to use him best with Cooper Cup dominant in terms of targets and, and, uh, otherwise, um, I, I think you can part ways. I, Odell is motivated. The thing that's good from the Rams' point of view is Odell can't misbehave now. You know, he, the, somebody surely is in his ear at this point and say, you can't be a pain in the ass for the next two months. Mm. You, this is not good for your long-term personal future if you want to be a pro football player. So I think he has to toe the line. They're a different type of receiver, Martin, but Deshaun Jackson left because he didn't get enough targets. So I was thinking about that, and because part of the reason, I, like how long we knew Odell didn't want to be in Cleveland. Uh, you know, Dave says he's been a distraction for I don't know forever, but like you knew Odell didn't want to be in Cleveland for the last couple weeks, right? Deshaun asked for a trade, and one of the things that that I had seen watching the Rams is you see Deshaun Jackson open deep, but it felt like Stafford was late on a couple of the balls. Like it was like he just wasn't hitting them on a couple of those balls. I feel like Deshaun Jackson knew what time it was. And that, like, I still can run. They're about to go get somebody else. I'm about to get cut. Right. I think that's why he was asking to get traded. If you kind of, like, peel back the layers. Well, his numbers went down, too. I mean, the first couple weeks, that was a scary-ass team. Like, oh, my God. Right. You know, but I think you kind of saw is, like, Mm -hmm. Stafford may not be able to just uncork it 60 yards in the air so you can catch it like a punt behind Mm -hmm. everybody. So I wonder if that was part of it in that, and obviously Ruggs, you know, there was an opening. And and you've seen Ruggs, Derek Carr can hit that throw. You've seen it a few times. Yeah. Um, but with but Odell's Od- a different bit. Yeah, Odell's not just running go routes. Exactly. It, where he's a killer is when you is when you run crossers with him, mm-hmm. and then he just runs away from the guy trying to. But I think st- if you go back to when they had golf, they were running all types of wide receiver ends around. They were running the ball all types of different creative ways. Mm-hmm. 
I'm interested to see Odell doing so. I mm-hmm. think the ball is going to get into his hands a lot. Cooper Cup will have a lot of targets, but I wouldn't be surprised if Odell doesn't have a lot of touches. Right. You know what I'm saying? They're going to get him involved in a lot of different ways. They don't have the banger in the backfield. You know, Todd Gurley's long gone and Daryl mm-hmm. Henderson is, uh, you know, is fine. But, yeah, I think that's exactly right. Yeah, right. They'll, they'll, they'll do – you'll see a lot of jet sweep stuff and all that with uh, 13. This brings us to a new segment. Not new for Dave. He's done this for many, many years with the NFL Network. I think he just does it at home with his children. Yeah. With, with breakfast items and stuff. But – this is called what? Well, explain the segment to us. Well, there, you know, a lot of people love to shoot their mouth off, you know, mm-hmm. but but when it's time for the rubber to hit the road, they won't even touch stuff with a figurative ten foot pole. Mm-hmm. I go the extra distance as a man of great courage um, and honor. Oh. I have the literal ten foot pole, yes. and I'm breaking it out here and now. Welcome to your new home. Extra points. Wow. I'm going to I'm going to make a statement. okay? and I'm not talking about a figurative. Will you touch it with a 10 foot Mm. pole? I'm going to go the extra mile here. Will you touch it with a literal 10 foot? Interesting. Here we go. Now, I don't know that it's literal. It's it's literally the cylinder that our extra points uh, backdrop came in. But uh, we'll say 10 foot pole. Close enough. Yeah, uh, I think it's like it's taller than any of us. Yeah, right. 10 foot pole ish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 10-ish, ten-ish foot, foot pole. Right. Yeah. Okay, here the we go. The literal 10-ish foot pole. Yeah, Polish. Here we go. Odell Beckham. Here's oh, my he statement is. I'm going to make to you. Ready? Here it is. Over the course of the regular season, or at least what remains of it, Odell Beckham will have more touchdown receptions than his old pal Jarvis Landry will in Cleveland. Will you touch that statement, Marty Weiss, with a 10-foot pole? Mm. Touchdown. Receptions? Okay, touchdowns. How about that? Mm, okay. Okay, good. Right, good for right. you. Thank good you. for you. Oh, he's, he's close right attention. now. Not even, not even uh, trying. He's uh, like, oh, he's pulling away. Oh, oh, buddy, two ba- Bayou Bengals, two LSU boys. That's right. Right. Go ahead. I'm touching that one. Oh, he did it. He did it. Odell ends this season with five touchdowns, two rushing. Wow. Five more. Well, yeah. yeah. Five oh, because he doesn't. Okay. I like the idea of that. You know what? Because me, you, Eddie Spaghetti. Yeah. I like uh, Sal doing it, but you know what? I'm doing this one. This looks like an Academy Award. Here we go. What is this? This is another one for you, Sal. Okay. Shailene Woodley <laughs> will win an Academy Award before Aaron Rodgers will win a second Super Bowl. Will you touch that with a literal 10-foot pole? All right, here, here we go. Shailene. So if I touch it, this is good for Shailene. Yeah, that's Shailene. She's about to eat some clay. That's Could what's in her hands. Actually, there. be good either way. Uh, Shailene. No, he drops it. it. He Not says. Not doing it. Not doing it. So is that a. Is Not touching it. Are you saying 12 is going to get another Lombardi? Eh, it's probably a push, but. Uh, <laughs> so yes. nobody. Yes, nobody yes, gets yes, anything. Yes. I like that. All right. That was good. I mean, I feel like I got exercise at least today. <laughs> <laughs> That thing's got to weigh at least four ounces. A 10-inch pole-like item. Right. Uh, All right. Let's move on to the other big item. Yeah, that is fun. That's good. We'll do that again. Uh, If you gave me that, Cam Newton will take the Carolina Panthers to the playoffs. Would I touch that with a 10-foot pole? My answer is yes. I know you like that. You do. Mm -hmm. Now, the NFC, and you made even a, a bolder statement about his Hall of Fame eligibility. That's right. What is this? If Cam Newton, who seeks... Spaghetti's a, already laughing because he's, he's heard it three too many times, and now he's going to hear will, it fourth. Will he get the votes to go to the Hall of Fame? No, he probably won't. But is he worthy of a gold jacket? If he has a great third act to his career, which would mean going back 
to where he started in pro football, Charlotte, North Carolina, and right. once again playing hero, as he did in his rookie season, which at the time, his rookie season was the greatest in the history of people. Sure. Now it's been trumped by um, by Justin Herbert and uh, maybe one or two other guys since then. But 2015, went to a Super Bowl, 15-1, and MVP throwing the ball to Philly Brown. If he now goes down to Charlotte again and takes that team to the playoffs and makes a little bit of hay in January. Takes them to the playoffs. The cynicism, I don't know, the ongoing cynicism about Cam Newton is very strange to me. He's not Tom Brady or Peyton Manning who are, or Drew Brees who were kept clean for the entirety of their careers based mm-hmm. on the way they play. He's a rugged player. He's more Roethlisberger, Josh Allen type who's going to get beaten up, wear out a little bit more quickly, but that doesn't diminish the quality of his career. He has been a unique difference maker in the history of pro football. Okay. I don't understand why he, people he's are got down some, on he's him. He's got some work to do because he bounced past his way to uh, the bench last year or whatever, being cut by the Patriots. So, But you contend if he goes... If he takes the Panthers to eight and nine and they get that seventh slot in the NFC and then lose by 30 to Tampa Bay, he should be in the. All right. Well, now you're being a little. That's that's more likely than anything else. There are too many teams making the playoffs. Yeah. Just for that statement to be a true statement. Why don't you. It's easy in a vacuum to say it. Name them for me. Well, the Falcons are in the seventh spot right now. I think it's a team that makes it at eight and nine. That's a team that probably shouldn't be in the postseason. Yeah. But Cam Newton is not like. It's a great story. And, Dave, I don't disagree all the way fully with your Cam Newton deserves Hall of Fame consideration. I've gotten in several Twitter, Twitter arguments about this after you posited this argument on the Dave Damachick football program several years ago. Um, however, like Cam Newton is done. Yeah. The biggest issue like for him cooked. is that what he did to Mike Vick or maybe Steve Young as the greatest running quarterback of all time, and Cam Newton was plainly that. Um, for a long stretch, he's now been trumped by Lamar Jackson. So when it comes time to vote and everything, and you look at his rushing numbers and how distinctive they are among quarterbacks, they're not going to look as well as great because Lamar Jackson has already run past all those. I think things. you're talking about three really good years, great years for uh, Cam versus Lamar is going to have seven or eight. So I don't, I don't even know where that's a comparison, but we'll see. I think we need to take a break, and then we're going to talk Falcons Cowboys. Ooh. All right, we're back. Uh, Cowboys, Falcons. What is this number now? This game scares the shit out of me. As it should. Nine. Nine points to a team Uh, in the playoffs right now? Just the whole thing. (laughs) I I don't even know. You're right. And like we said, the Falcons are the seventh seed. They really are right now. I mean, they were garbage in the first month. The Falcons have quietly been pretty good. So nine points is heavy. Um, player of the week, offensive player of the week, Matt Ryan. Ridley leaves the team, and all of a sudden they're they're coming alive. It's a weird. I swore them off weeks ago. Maybe that's uh, the trick. Receivers that, leave. I, receivers leave, and me swear them off. I think that's the way to do it. <laughs> I'm taking the nine points. I think the Cowboys win a shootout. I think Dan Quinn. This is an underrated subplot. Mm-hmm. Inspires the defense to make a big play at the end. But I see it like a 28-24 type game. And let me give you a number here. Falcons as big underdogs, which is six points or more, 10 and five against the spread in the last 15. I think nine is way too big. I'm not sure that Dak is fully back. What do we say? Uh, Tyron Smith is out. Is he out, Spaghetti? Oh, iffy? Okay. Um, not good. Yeah. Defensive problems. We don't have a kicker. Lots of crazy shit going on in Dallas. Uh, nine's too many points. What do you guys think? 
I think you're 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 right. Uh, your Dan Quinn note is what's striking. I tried to make it on minus three yesterday. Yeah, doesn't the guy who has been around Matt Ryan as long as he has, and before that was coordinating up in Seattle playing against Matt Ryan, he has, he, he knows intimately what Matt Ryan's going to do in given situations of the game, right? Doesn't that have to swing things in uh, yeah. in, in the Cowboys' favor? Nine. That's too big. But as you know, you convinced me of this forever ago, and now I play it. It feels like more than you do. That line is fishy. Yeah. So it's got to be the Cowboys. Double-digit victory. I'll what take do you think? Are we, are we looking too much into this? Man, the Eagles beat them 32-6. The Eagles have some weird blowout wins, I'm looking. But otherwise, uh, Bucks beat them by 17. Well, but we, well, we were Bucks on that. Bucks beat them by we're 17, that. but that's because they Three had point two game. pick sixes. Three-point mm-hmm. game in the fourth, right? And the Eagles, the thing with the Eagles, if the Eagles, if you can, if the Eagles can run the ball on you, mm-hmm. they will blow you out. Right. That's what happened with the Lions. That's what happened. With, but because Jalen Hurts has to throw the ball more than 20 times, cancel Christmas. Right. Yeah. Then 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 that's when they're in trouble. But with here with the Cowboys and the Falcons, Tyron Smith is I feel like anecdotally, he's got to be the most the biggest non quarterback that ha- impact a unit. Yeah. In the NFL, it feels like. Like, when he's not playing, mm-hmm. that offense, it just looks so different. When you got Tyron Smith and Zach Martin together, and then when you don't. I can't lay nine on the Cowboys with no, with Tyron Smith being iffy because if he's iffy, that means he's going to start yeah. and then come out the game at some point. And Connor McGovern is going to be playing my left guard. Oh, I like I'm, it. I like that. Yeah, it's just that. not yeah. happening. I think I'll, even on the defensive side, Dan Quinn would love to have Randy Gregory, who's out a few weeks. It's always a weird game. I, we mentioned that Tampa game. That was the last blowout they played in, win or lose. That was, what, September 19th? They've um it's like week two or three. Yeah, but they've gone almost two months now um, with, with close games. It's just that's just how it, they do it. I remember last no. year the onside kick, the crazy game. I think that was week two, and the Dallas was. Uh, we had a little bit of hope um, last year. I just think it's contextualized, though. Like I guess it depends on on how you think the Cowboys react to that. But you know, they that was an embarrassing loss last week. So do they? Yeah, have some dignity and say, you know, listen, sure. we can't just cruise to a division title at this point. We got to show up and play a, a a team that's been playing well. Maybe they needed the slap Maybe. in the face, but it could be just in the form um, of a seven point win. See, Falcons are they're three and one in the last four, and I watched like every snap of the you Saints did? Falcons game last because I wanted to see. I was big on the Saints, even though they were laying, they were six point favorites. Mm-hmm. Matt Ryan is playing his ass off. He's playing great. And they moved the ball against the Saints defense, which I personally think is the best one in the NFL mm-hmm. right now. Like up and down, like they held, like they were holding them down for like maybe like the first, but like towards the second half of that game, third quarter, fourth quarter, Matt Ryan and and Zacharias Zacchaeus or whatever his name yeah. is, Carius or whatever. Like if you watch the Falcons, you know what I'm talking about. He was going nuts. Like that's a good offensive team. Nine Dude, points is way too I, much. You know, I don't know if it goes to the level of comeback player of the year or most improved, but Corderell Patterson is really something else, like what goes on there, right? Like he's was almost 300 yards rushing. He's a receiver. You can put him, I don't know, he's available for like four positions in every fantasy league, but 
Um, he's made a difference. I guess Davis hasn't uh, panned out as, as much. But the number, his height, everything, it just don't look right. Oh, the, you see them handed yeah. the ball off to right. him in the backfield, but he, you can't argue with the results. Yeah, it's really weird. His career arc, the way he was used mm -hmm. early, he borderline bust, even though he was a great special teams guy and everything. Yeah, it's a crazy story. I, I can't think of anything that would yeah. compare to what he's done. What's it been? What, eight years he's been around now, probably in the NFL? It's a weird arc to his career when i think about the falcons and the cowboys yeah, sal mm -hmm. are you are are you like me we're the same age i think of danny white and drew pearson with those oh, two touchdown yeah. passes in fulton county in yeah, 1980 the divisional round one of the great games one of the great upsets the that's blitz grits one. buddy curry and all those guys steve bartkowski bartkowski was a quarter i was gonna say boy right. that was a that was such a alfred jenkins and william andrews and that team would have against the eagles that would have been an all-time nfc title game yeah we did beat um Dion in a playoff game i'm almost positive of it that was a fun uh, uh early eight that win. sounds right yeah, yeah that also sounds right but this is when they were red clad yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. oh yeah i love that uh, falcons team i That's was really good. bummed when the, I, the hated cowboys knocked them off i don't think you're gonna too. like uh this <laughs> this uniform matchup patriots two and a half point favorite over the Browns, what a big game for wild card implications, mm -hmm. for everything. There are still people holding on and saying the Patriots are not that good. Who they beat? They beat the Jets twice, and then they beat Houston. But then they go and beat the Chargers. They've been playing very well. I'm not uh, – uh, I, I don't know. I have to hold out because we have too many asshole Patriot fan friends uh, in, our, in our stable here. I'm not a big uh, Mac Jones guy just yet. Is Chubb out for sure? I keep hearing. We don't know yet. That's, how is this, well, uh, how is this possible? that's what makes it almost impossible to, right. to make a credible pick here. Right. You want stakes, though? You want, you, you want me to stakes. you want me to raise the stakes here a little bit on the import of this week mm -hmm. 10 game? The winner of this game will win its division. The loser of this game will miss the playoffs entirely. Really? How about that? Look at the schedule. I Both like teams, take. the loser goes to five and five. Mm. Look at the standings and make the path for me that they I know. still wind up in the postseason. But if you win it, I, if the Patriots win this one, you know, uh, I think we now, maybe we'll look back in a month and be like, all right, the Bills stumbled. When was that? Oh, they lost to the Jags. That was a weird game. Oh, they lost to the Steelers. That was a weird week one result. And we'll look back and just be like, well, they're clearly the, the best team in the conference. I don't know, though, and I definitely like I definitely want to see Belichick against Josh Allen. I want to see him mm -hmm. get in that kid's head again and see if he can slow him. I know that well, they've had it. their way, you know, on occasion, but also Belichick has slowed them down on occasion. I I do not hand the division to the Bills at this point. Patriots, if the Patriots pass defense. Well, and that's weird that it's minus 700, but Martin Patriots pass defense this season first. Interceptions, they have 13. Opponents pass a rating, 76. Second in the league. Opponents completion percentage, 59.6. Third in the league. They do it all. When you have a good pass defense and don't have to worry about Nick Chubb, you're in decent shape, right? Yeah, and, and Nick Chubb has until Saturday at 4 o'clock to get cleared to play in this game, right? But, What's he waiting for? Well, Just do know, it now. I, yeah, you know. <laughs> Protocols, I suppose. Right. Apparently, Nick Chubb follows him, unlike Aaron Rodgers. That's true. Right? Rodgers should just the play same. the. You should just use the Rodgers rate. Yeah, right? exactly. Just, just, I'm, hey, guys, I'm going to play. Yeah. Anyway, it cost you 14 uh, grand. What's the big deal? Yeah. But no, I actually locked this in before. My favorite bet in the last like two months has been Patriots against the spread and money line, and Good. it's been playing off pretty well. But uh, I locked this in earlier. I think the Patriots. 
like I like like Dave said, mm-hmm. I think the Patriots win this game and then have a real good shot of winning the division. I bought a, a Patriots to win the AFC East ticket and this game when they were favored and I think they were favored by one on Sunday At night. minimum, they're in a good spot if they are six and four, you know? Well, here's the thing. You're not going to take the Bills at minus um, 700 to win that division. They're a half game in front of the Patriots. Patriots plus 490, even if you'd like the Bills to win the division, that's pretty good value at this point, unless they know something we don't. We talked about how the AFC North plays the AFC West, so the Browns are just going to get slaughter matchups the rest of the way, where the Patriots have the AFC South, although they have they played the Texans and they played the Jets twice, so their easiest games are out of the way. I don't, I don't mind your prediction there. That loser is out, winner, winner wins the division. So, Maybe. Like with Cleveland, I think Cleveland had their like spike game last week. Mm-hmm. Odell's gone. Nick Chubb is like, and like all of that, like let's go out and stick it to Odell. I think all of that has to be over now, right? Like mm-hmm. there's no. Well, but I think the Browns still are a legit top to bottom roster. And it's, it's not just a victory that gets you to six and four. So in the standings, it looks good. If they take care of the Cleveland Browns, then uh, we can sign off at this point that the Patriots, the Patriots are in fact good. You know, that that will be the conclusion that they're good at football this year and especially the defense, which presume which presumably is going to get better and better as the yeah. second half of the season wears on. I here. got news for you. They weren't bad at football last year. Then Cam Newton held them back. That's right. He did. So. That's right. What do you mean? That's right. That's your Hall of Famer. You say he's going to make a miracle. Well, he, fu- he fumbled at the fifteen. If he hadn't in Buffalo, right. if he didn't do that, then they beat Buffalo last year. Oh, so people yeah. say, "Oh, the Bills always take care of that with Josh Allen." No, they don't. They they almost yeah. lost that one. And the Bills, I feel like they, I feel like they're. I asked Mitchell Schwartz about it. They're like those teams that spread out wide. They're not tough up front. Like they, they're the teams that are put running uh, eleven personnel, throwing three wide receivers out there all the time. They can't run the ball. They don't have physicality up front. The Patriots are a team, Matt Judon, West Bluefield High School. Shout mm. out to us. He's like, that defensive line has been intense. And I feel like they're going to have Josh Allen running for his life. He makes two mistakes against the best pass defense in the league. All of a sudden, now they've split. Yeah. I mean. Oh, I hate that I, we're talking about this. I wanted them to go away. Go away. Can't I have know. the Patriots and Tom Brady good mm. at football still. All right. Um. Martin, you like this. Small road underdogs this season, 24 and 16. Straight up. Um, So that would be in favor of the Browns. And there are a lot. We're going to talk about our pup of the week. We pick an underdog. Our standard is plus 150 or higher. It was tough to find a game because it seems like, well, there's plenty of underdogs out there, obviously. But you're either a 10 to 13 point underdog this week or a two point underdog. Um, But I found one. Ooh, don't you do it. I'm going Seahawks. No, no, I'm not going. I've lost with the Lions too many times. I'm going Seahawks. And I believe me, I bang the drum all day long with people are giving, what are you doing? You're passing up free money. The Packers, Packers have a better record now, at least 7-1 against the spread now. They give their uh, betters delight. But I almost think the rust is going to be worse on Aaron Rodgers than it is on Russell Wilson. Less rust on Russ. Mm. And I like the three and a half, and I like the money line, and I'm taking the Seahawks. After a bye, Pete Carroll doesn't get credit. Six and two, 28 points a game. Opponents average 19. I like the Seahawks. And a must win. You're the Niners. You're the Seahawks. You lose. You're in the cellar. And it's going to be hard getting out in the NFC West. Must win game for the Seahawks. I like them. What's your pop? Well, of course, I, I think of 
the fail Mary game and the yeah. single most devastating loss for a fan base that I've ever watched in my life. That overtime. The Packers. Yeah. The yeah. Packers losing that game in overtime in the NFC titles, the saddest game I've ever seen. <laughs> and I'm not a Packers fan. Uh, I mean, that was the worst ever. However, to the matter at hand here, I like your thought process there. I wonder, first of all, we don't know a hundred percent yet that Aaron Rodgers is in. Right. We do not. He also has that Saturday afternoon. Deadline. He probably, it he, seems well, like it, well, he'll be in, here's right? The thing. Because he because he has tested positive for COVID, he doesn't have to test negative, right? He just has to it has his his quarantine period is going to end, I believe, either Friday night or Saturday morning. And he has to be able to physically show that he can go. Like he has like Is the, that right? He doesn't have to test again? I I as I understand it. I, I heard that too, that he doesn't have to he's in good shape. We're gonna get another wave of COVID. This vaccine's failing a little bit. Showing some cracks, he's in the best shape of all because he doesn't have to test for another sixty days or something. It's, it's, hmm. But it, yeah. whatever it is, he doesn't, he won't have to test again until the playoffs, right? Which it seems like an incredible loophole in the protocol standards of this thing going on. I but. knew we'd find one. <laughs> right, they they really figured it all out. I like I, I like your thought process. I'll take the Packers here because of the practical advantage they would seem to have uh, with uh, running the ball against the Seahawks defense. Although. That's the exact same logic I applied last week with uh-huh. Jordan Love going into Arrowhead. The difference is, obviously, I'm guessing that 12 is going to be under center. I think LaFleur failed him. It's, a, it's an underrated um, storyline. I mean, and when you go, when you could just blitz a guy and he goes six for 17 for 30 yards or something crazy, like, I have a few outlet plays um, drawn up for him, but... Uh, yeah, obviously. Speaking of the story. Chiefs. Mason Crosby's no favors either. Mm-hmm. I wish the Raiders were would reach our minimum standard of plus 150. I'm taking the Raiders at home to win outright I against like the too. Chiefs. Uh, you know, as I, as I ask again, as I ask rhetorically or otherwise, we understand why the Packers didn't play. Well, they had Jordan Love in there against the Chiefs. What is the <laughs> Chiefs' excuse for putting 13 on the Packers at home last week? What the hell? How how much longer, how much more evidence does everybody need to see to be like, hmm. all right, they're, they're just not going to put up the gargantuan numbers that they have the last three years. I uh, mean, uh, at some point that we have to uh, address the reality that the Chiefs aren't playing very well. I'll take the Raiders. But again, they I, did I listened to Martin and, uh, and uh, TJ yesterday and compelling case. Don't bet the Chiefs till they give you a reason to. I like this as a teaser game, Martin. Get the Raiders plus eight and a half, and I'm putting them with the Seattle plus nine and a half. Well, go ahead. All right. What's your My pup? pup of the week. Hard to find these. Unless you're I, really they're very swinging. difficult. Unless you're really I, looked at, I like the, your Falcons. I'm certainly not going to bet the Lions. I would never do that. I have, a, I have a soul yeah. and everything. But I'm going to walk it like I talk it, Sal. I'm going with number one. Well, he's, he's probably not going to play, <laughs> but I'm going with number one's team. Carolina Panthers in the desert. Go get them. Plus 10 and a half. Fat. No. Money line. Wow. Plus 410. Wow. Playoff team. Kyler is a game time decision. We're going to know that they're a playoff team, you understand, after they beat the Cardinals. And we're going to understand that the Cardinals are good and going mm. to the playoffs and all of that. But they're not going to win that division. We'll see him in January. So spread-wise, yeah, sure. With Kyler, are so much up in the air. New Hopkins, we don't know what's going on. We did. They just pushed teams around, boy. That that was an impressive win for me, uh, to me, mm-hmm. with uh, the 49ers. But you, that's where you want them on the road, right? I think they do their damage there. They're four and one. They have like uh, I think every game has been a double-digit win on the road. Now they're home. Could be a different story. I don't know. They pull. So this is PJ Walker again, right? 
Yep, XFL MVP. Yeah. Houston Roughneck legend. But it appears number one's going to be in uniform. And so what are you putting him in uniform for? And what, what is it? <laughs> well, is there some show? It's a, he's, he's wearing a costume? Well, he likes to wear costumes. As, as still we, takes as a know. couple days to reacquaint yourself with the playbook and get loose and all that other not, stuff. Not if you play like one does. You, you, you can design a handful of plays for him and, and let him do Cam right. Newton stuff. Wow, that's a big one. Plus 410. All right, Martin, what's your pup of the week? Whoa, whoa, whoa. 1v1, Cam v. Kyler. I didn't even think about it. All right, great QB, same number jersey match. That's not happening. You should have known the only thing to stop him in his tracks like that would have been something about a I I tried to pass it to you. I really did. But neither of them are going to play. So, I mean, (laughs) clipboard matchup, 1v1. I guess it's 1v1 on the headsets, (laughs) right? I'm going to make a special note on my list. Number one in your headsets and number one in your heart. I agree with you, Dave. The Kansas City Chiefs are going to lose – to the Las Vegas Raiders. And what you said about uh, short road faith, short road uh, dogs? Yeah. The New Orleans Saints, two and a half, like are going to beat the Tennessee Titans. I like it too. That's None of end. these qualify for Pup of the Week. Right. The Pup of the Week this week. Come on, Detroit. Oh, come Everybody's going to be watching on Thanksgiving. Let's have that graphic down there say 1-8, not 0-9. Wow. Come on, Detroit. Everybody's going to be watching on Thanksgiving. We don't want to go in that week winless. Don't get your first win on Thanksgiving because nobody's going to care. He's going to be made fun of. You get like your second guy. win on Thanksgiving. Go and beat a Hall of Famer first ballot, Ben Roethlisberger. It's a jerk move on your part, first of all. They can't run the ball. They can't throw the ball. They should have lost to the Bears. I'm I mean, at, come on. Guys. I'm all for come on. Let's Detroit, go, Dan How's Campbell. it going to happen? How does it happen? I have a whole bunch of numbers of how they're against the spread better, but nothing. I got nothing for them. <laughs> why they should win the game outside of the This would be great. Check them out. Let's is going to throw like the that. interceptions that he should have thrown in the second half last week. He's throwing them on Sunday. He's throwing to the Detroit Lions. I know you're a Steelers fan, but look how excited they Lions defense. Let's root for him. Let's root for him for once. I'll think about it. Now, let <laughs> You're, you're an SOB in the first degree. <laughs> How dare you do that seated right next to me? I say nice things about you to people. Forward down around. the field. What the hell is that? That's what the Lions sing when they score a touchdown. <laughs> when did you hear that Our last? kick a field goal. <laughs> Six years ago? I mean, look, I can make a, I can make a case for him. DeAndre Swift is nice, assuming he's out there. TJ Hawkinson, it's not like the Steelers, linebackers, and otherwise <laughs> do a great job of taking away uh, capable pass-catching tight ends. I, uh, They're fresh know. off the bye. They're rested. Jared Goff has had a, all this time to g- understand that he's never won a game without Sean McVay. Here's the thing. The, 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 they're getting louder, Dave. They're getting louder. Uh, but, Mar, let me just say this. If it, uh, between us, we've now picked them five or six I'm never times. Doing it again. I, it's got to be it. If yeah, it this is it. This is it. Right? I refuse to pick if them If they have no fight, right, even in Thanksgiving, they'll be, they'll be, they're home. What are they, they won't probably only be a, this like is a four or five point. They're going to lose this because yeah. I'm over here doing all this dancing and singing. There's then they're going to win on Thanksgiving. That's, that's, how well, that's better game, right? anyway. That's much more fun. You want them to be over. That makes it kind of fun no, to sit there and watch them. you want them to be over yeah. because you're a Pittsburgh Steelers fan. You want them to be over. They go to Cleveland next week, so there's a game between the Thanksgiving and this one. Listen, I, uh, let me say, first of all, maybe Roethlisberger should have been drafted by Detroit because he is a lion of a man. But <laughs> beyond that, the Pittsburgh Steelers... The, river of a man. the Pittsburgh Steelers... <laughs> as I've said before and will tell you again now, are capable of beating, as they proved in week one up in Buffalo, any team in pro football. 
they also can lose to any team in pro Amen. football. So they are they, any other team. Yeah. I know that that people <laughs> like to, to say that. I know week game. to week and everything else. But among teams that tend to under their coach Mike Tomlin and before Mike Tomlin under Bill Cowher, they tend to play up. Or I don't know what why this is something that is true of an organization for twenty five years, but it is true. Think about it. When, outside of a few visits up to Foxborough, when do you see the Steelers get whipped? Conversely, outside of a Thursday night game off the top of my head when they destroyed the Carolina Panthers two, three years ago, when do you ever see the Steelers house another team? It just doesn't happen in either way. They play those kinds of games and have forever. Eight and a half. Eight, I mean, for against the Lions. The in the last few years, they beat up the Browns and the Bengals. Not in the last two years, but... Previous to that, but, but you, but you hear my overarching. Yeah, yeah, yeah I got you. You're not wrong. Hey, the NFL season's flying by. Big Week Ten Monday Night matchup between division rivals Rams and 49ers. We talked about this, guys. FanDuel Sportsbook. It's about to make it even bigger, giving new customers 30 to one odds on either team to win. You win 150 dollars on a five dollar bet. Is it on Odell's Rams or is it on Kyle Shanahan's San Francisco? 49ers. Kyle Shanahan taking a lot of shit this week. A lot of shit. Maybe deservedly so. Um, where are you putting your 30 to 1 on? 49ers or Rams? I'm going to go with the Rams. Okay. Kyle, like Kyle Shanahan too much shit. I'm going back and forth on this one. You know what? I'm going to take the Niners plus four here. I, and But to your point about Kyle Shanahan, mm-hmm. it is very weird to me. And I, not to be a conspiracy theorist, but maybe Trey Lance really looks like junk. In practice, yeah, maybe. Or something. he must because at this point, what's what's the reservation? If you're kind of, get, given the way the season is unfolding here, don't you throw the kid on the field I to see if so. he can play savior here and boost his confidence? And but who did Garoppolo beat a couple weeks ago? He had two rushing touchdowns himself. Yeah, it was a good win. It does seem like every other week it is. Uh, who? Am I, what am I missing? They beat the Bears. Was it the Bear? No, wasn't it spo- someone about? they were supposed to lose the, to? Fourth and fourth. No, oh, they beat the Bears. Nice. They, oh, lost oh. The la- they were like one and five. Yeah, no, that's the what it was. Five they went they to Chicago. The they won yeah. 33-22. And after they were in the, they were in the uh, locker room, like they had, I was reading the plus the, uh, the quotes, like they thought they won the Super Bowl. Well, like, this would be the time. this one off our backs. This would be the time because they lost to the Colts. They beat the Bears. They lost to the Cardinals. And if they lose to the Rams, now that's three out of the last four. Now you make the change if Trey Lance is ready, I think. But that's going to be interesting. Oh, what was I doing? I was giving love to Fandle. Sports betting made simple. Always hooking you up with great offers. Number one rated sportsbook app in America. Easy to use, safe, and secure. Plus, when you win, you get paid in as little as two hours. How many bets have you made and you know, no one pays you, right? It's different, Almost right? all and the ones friends. that I lose. Every single one with my friends uh, growing up. Yes, not the case with Fandle. They pay you in two hours. See for yourself why Fandle is America's number one sportsbook. Sign up with promo code extra points this week. Before the Rams take on the Niners, you can win $150 on a $5 bet. Remember, use promo code extra points so they know that we sent you. Hey, Fandle, Fandle.com slash extra points. They have the quarterback, running back, receiver leader. You're kind of doing fantasy within the sports gambling app here. Uh, I'm going Josh Allen, 10 to 1, to be to have the most passing yards. He had some big games against the Jets, 312 last season in the season opener. This is a pissed-off team. They lost last week. They can't screw around. Wentz had 270 in basically three quarters against the Jets last Thursday night. Jets defense 30th in the league against the pass. They averaged giving up 275 
318. The last three, Josh Allen, 10 to 1. Martin? I have a remarkable way of losing these in incredible fashion. What do you mean? Like, I, like I, Justin Jefferson, the lead the league of receiving yards, and all of a sudden, like, the first quarter, oh, his hand, oh, gun. You know, right. uh, this is the case of Otherwise, that. you would have won that one? I don't know. <laughs> I had a shot. It would have helped. It would have helped if he had played the whole game, right? However, this week I'm going with Derek Carr to lead the league Ooh. in passing yards against the poorest Kansas City defense. Deshaun Jackson gets behind the defense for it. I think he's going to have a big one, and that's going to be that puts me over the edge. Really? All right. Deshaun that defense Jackson hasn't been terrible, good. right? I mean, you can't – I think it was like 19 points a game over the last three before the Jordan Love game. and then But so it's now 19 it's like, points a game over the last three, but they played the football team. I guess. They played the Packers with Jordan Love. Right. They've and had there's a another bit. team in there, and the only team they played with the offense hung 30 on them. Right. All right. All right, check. Quarterback, running back. Receiver. Well, at least I hit on one of these. They're, they're obviously hard to, to sure. get right, but they're super fun to, to play and, and track through the day. Dak Prescott plus 900. Mm. Number one. That's pass. it? Yeah. Oh, you're not saying anything else? <laughs> That's it. That's it. That's all I have to say to you. Um, I, I do have some You nice said Dak shoot out. That makes sense, right? Yeah, for sure. Dak, uh, what was his stats here? There's something... It was very weird what he did uh, last week. <laughs> uh, from a fantasy perspective, Sal and I uh, t- uh, went head-to-head, and Sal mm-hmm. probably knocked the cool cats That's out of That's it. Players. I had that written down. That was my next thing I was going to get to. Yeah, Dak, last two games against the Falcons, 2-0, 340 and a half average yards per game, those two games, and five touchdowns, no picks. So he does feast on this defense typically typically i just hope i mean my my prayer for all football fans not just myself Mm. is that cd lamb doesn't wear his jersey with a little bit of belly showing that's the one thing we can't have well we'll find him we we can't have find him as much as we did no more 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 than than rogers got yes yes right i mean that's my prayer everything's a little screwed up how do you explain it to your kids that's the. Yeah. That's my issue. That's a, why you don't have. Do you understand, Marty? I'm a father, I, I, I and I have to. Then I can just watch football by myself. I, I don't know. have to explain these transgressions. Dad, why is the football man's belly mm-hmm. exposed by about like a, a, a sliver of it? Like I don't know, son. I don't know. How do you explain to them that I did knock you out of fantasy? You're done. The dynasty's over. You're two and seven. You have to go seven and seven to have a whiff of the playoffs. You know what? It's we're, over. You know what? We're uh, we're we're just uh, looking at our next opponent here, mm-hmm. and we're we're looking to go one and zero this week, and then we'll see where we are come Monday. Okay, you're, you're going to be three and seven. I'm not. I'm not worried about that team at all. Yeah, Martin Lemon not, Pepper not Parlay. Not you and TJ. A lot of officiating. That and minus three. Lots of. I mean, between it, lot, lots of great points about the officiating. I don't know. I feel like TJ. It must. It's like a. It's a little personal for TJ. Yeah, but it's also like what a what a burden is relieved when you don't get fined, right? Like you must be. Oh, I don't have to. Oh, I can talk about the ex-wife now. I don't have to. Right? I don't have to worry about anything. (laughs) TJ definitely takes like. <laughs> That's people's job yeah, right. that they're out there messing with. I mean, man. it's not wrong. It's not <laughs> wrong. Not wrong it's but like, he definitely he's yeah. very passionate. Yeah. about uh, uh, officiating transgressions. Yeah, lemon pepper parlay. Go listen to that. Listen to minus three with Kevin Hench. Dave one Manfred, refereeing Eddie thing. Yeah. One reverend. Uh, whoever said it this week is right. There are many issues. Go back and listen to Mitchell Schwartz on extra points a couple of days ago. Gangbusters conversation about officiating mm-hmm. from a guy who's who's uh, awfully bright on the subject and had some good ideas to share. I thought whoever said that PI should be 
15 yards like college unless it's egregious. I know that opens it up to more subjectivity yeah. about like, oh, that's an egregious one. But right. isn't that the fix? Because it's just the worst thing in the world to just throw the ball into the end zone and have that Carson Wentz, Joe Flacco in his prime. Say and all Eli that. Manning. Just say it. Come on. Eli, don't, don't, there are a lot of people who pull that guy. There are a lot of guys spaghetti. who, a lot of teams yeah. that have gotten away and games have swung on that. That is a great solution that somehow one. I never thought Get of. Get rid of the new shit first, though. The talk. Yes, let's, of let's, course. Let's move back. Well, my point about that is I'm yeah. sorry to suddenly extend the show, but here's no, the not. problem with that. <laughs> Here, here's the problem with the taunting rule. How do you now announce officially, like, yeah, we're done with the taunting rule? Then it makes it like, Oh, so I can now wag my finger in no. my guy's face no, again? They, like, they what's the solve it. to what they you can't announce. They just have to lay off. It can't be a big proclamation, I don't think. I see. Okay, so the taunting off. rule exists in case you yeah, like. Yeah, call it a couple times a year. You, you, you lower your pants and your appendage falls out. or Like, that is egregious enough. That is taunting. But okay. short of that, we're not going to actually flag it. After watching the game, I watched Monday night. I'm surprised to hear you clamoring for uh, pass interference reviews. Or, 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 yeah, no or shit. Fixes. Yeah, you really That's can't surprising. say anything about it. You'd like be happy with the official. Office. I've been a man of honor, the highest integrity. I have said what is true. I I, I, I I don't jive myself or you. I, I tell what's true empirically, and I said there were bad calls made. Also, though, the Bears were were, uh, were jumping a little bit. Oh, come on. All oh, through the game. You're so I'm, your brain. I'm telling you what's true. Eddie Spaghetti and Jen Piacenti, waiver wire, check that out. Like I said, Lemon Pepper Parlay, Martin, and TJ. Uh, minus three is Dave and Kevin Hench. Uh, against all odds, yeah, listen today. We preview all the weekend games, three college, seven pro. Harry explains why he didn't, and he doesn't do a good job explaining why he didn't bet his 39 to 1 odds giveaway for the Dolphins to score the first touchdown. P.S. Eddie Spaghetti, while we're doing the show, tweeted cease and desist to Taylor Swift for naming <laughs> a song Better Man. What? <laughs> really? What happened? Why did that jump in your head? Literally because of you before the show. Oh, really? Because, oh, because you said of better you, stuff. you were yeah. better, like Better Edge sponsor for us, and then you right. were singing Better Man. Really? Like, as a Pearl Jam, yeah. You had to get and then, it out. Uh, and then friends <laughs> were tweeting about the album. She has a song named Better Man. And they clearly stole it from, uh, from I like it. Radio, which then became Pearl Jam. So All right. Well, for Spaghetti, for Meatballs, <laughs> for Taylor Swift, for Babyface Joel Solomon, for uh, Martin and Dave. I'm Sal, reminding you that even though you may feel like underdogs, you're all my favorites. Go Lions! Thank <laughs> you.